0: to the Infinite Spark of Being podcast. My name is Keith Welsh, and this is another journal episode. Um, I like doing these. Uh, they're all turning into journal episodes, I guess. Um, but uh, they're more fun for me. But I'm down here in Palm Beach County in South Florida. We've got Hurricane Ian starting to stir things up a bit for us over here. Uh, if you're on the west coast of Florida, you are already getting the shit kicked out of you. And uh, that sucks. Been there. Hate it it's not fun Uh, for those of you that don't live in Florida the worst part of a hurricane is after (laughs) really Uh, yeah. the rest of it is just fucking annoying and then the aftermath is what's really a bitch the flooding, the lack of power, things like that but you know it's a price you pay for living somewhere that the weather is pretty great year round every once in a while you have to deal with this kind of shit So it's a price we pay. Um, But, again, if you're in Tampa, chin up. You're in Tampa Bay. uh, You probably had to evacuate, I would imagine. It's a Category 4, I think, making landfall. But I'm down here in Palm Beach County. I'm driving along the beach road. The cops are starting to show up a bit more. Um, It's funny. I live in uh, in an area that's not... um, it's, uh, it's a low-income area. Um, we do not see the police. <laughs> but if you get near the beach, man, especially if there's shit that could go wrong, this, this is fucking swarmed with cops. Uh, sheriff deputies, you know, get in those nicer areas. They, uh, they come around a little bit more frequently. Um, but, yeah, uh, in my neighborhood, it just looks like business as usual. Anyway... But looking at the ocean right now, it looks like a fucking washing machine. Um, if you're out there in, the, in it right now, um, that's not good. But whatever. It's a cool thing to see. Uh, yeah. So um, I wanted to talk about the widget thing again. Um as compared to Carlos Castaneda's books, as well as Don Miguel Ruiz, Ruiz's book, uh, The Four Agreements. Um, and this the reason I wanted to talk about it is because I was um, watching uh, the Dahmer series uh, on Netflix with my, um, my person. And uh, <clears throat> I was thinking... A little bit about um, I don't know. There's a Manly P. Hall quote. Uh, I think it's the Prince of Darkness. Essentially, that if you think that the Prince of Darkness is different from the King of Light, then you don't know me. Like that. What is the difference? And you know, you, th- you look at Christianity, for instance, because they you know, they really play up the devil thing a lot. Um, that there's only a Satan okay how do I say this Um, like I was always taught that when bad things happen it's all Krishna it's all Vishnu it's all God the only reason that it's quote unquote bad is because of our opinions and our attachments that's what makes something evil or bad or whatever. And then, that being said, like in the Vedas, there you know, you know, there's the demon classes, the Nagas, the Rakshasas, and all those kinds of people or characters or whatever the fuck. Um, but even those characters in those stories have the capacity for good. You know, um, you look at Ravana, his uh, you know, like Ravana, the demon king there was his brother who like, fought with Ram with King Ram, with God against Ravana, you know, so it's an interesting thing, uh, the difference in an easterly westerly point of view with that but it's almost like in Christianity it's the creation of this character the devil or Satan that is going to um, be the explanation for the bad things that we don't understand um, you know uh, I always look at every moment era era in my life uh, for instance not just a moment but like right now um, at this in this era of my incarnation as Keith I love it I love it um, oh god the cops I swear to god these fucking idiots you know it's like Yeah, the road. The road. Here's the thing: the road floods all the time. You know what I mean? It's like it always floods, especially high tide. You know, we get flooding. We get especially there's like a king moon or whatever. Yeah, king tide rather, and you get the big full moon. Yeah, and it rains here too. We're in the tropics. Why is this rain different than normal rain? And the other thing, it gets we get 25 mile an hour winds all the time. Like, it happens, especially in the winter. Like, why is this 24-mile-an-hour wind a bigger deal? Why? Because Tampa's having problems? Anyway. So, uh, it's Satan or the devil becomes this explanation for, you know, uh, every bad thing that happens. Instead of realizing, like, my, um, my friend genie. Uh, she listens and... She's laughing now. She texted me one time something so important. And as someone who's a former client that became a very good friend of mine, it was great to see her come from where she was to where she is as just this really insightful, wise lady where she's sitting there in a hospital and, you know, dealing with life stuff. And going, I just realized that if I don't have an opinion, then there's nothing that's happening. The only thing that happens is my opinion. And that's the truth. But it doesn't make anything less awful or whatever it is. But just know that that's what's occurring, right? Um, you are experiencing these events through the mind. And it's like when, you know, something horrible can happen and we can all agree that it's bad, Right? Um, But it's bad for different reasons, right? Like weather, you know, it's like hurricanes. People become apoplectic and lose their absolute collective shit fuck minds and go nuts with this shit. And the news doesn't help, especially if you've never lived here and like you just moved here because, you know, your state handled COVID like a bunch of fucking children and you came to Florida because you wanted your fucking freedoms back but then you tried to turn Florida into whatever shit fuck state you came from yeah I'm saying it Um, then it's it's, it's crazy right that this is just you know then I can see where a hurricane is very scary but a lot of us have just been through so many of these it's like yeah it's gonna get fucking weird fence is gonna get fucked up you could lose a portion of your house but you know but the thing is, is, like, why it's bad is for different reasons. Like, for me, it's bad. Uh, I just hate not having an air conditioner in the summer when it's 90 fucking degrees outside. Right? I think it sucks. Um, but some of you, it's, you think you're legitimately going to die. Uh, there had a client the other day go, man, I was scared to death because I thought, like, we'd just be underwater. And I was like, why? Why would you say that? And he goes, well, because, you know, Katrina... I was like, you mean Louisiana? Like a city that's below sea level, New Orleans or where the fuck it was. Yeah, they built it under, they essentially built it under fucking water. Like, and you know, there's a thing called a storm surge. So you're gonna wanna not be below sea level. So architecturally, it's fucked. Uh, But that's not here. Um, So the idea of Satan or the devil. Uh, I can remember being a part of, um, this Advaita Vedanta group, which is this non-dualist kind of think group, essentially is what it was. Uh, we would do certain sadhana, but it was a lot of just meditation and trying to be fully present and whatever. And this lady, there was a hurricane that was bearing down on us. I mean, like, it would have been a five right in the shitter, um but it like turned or I don't know who the fuck knows I think it went south yeah it went under us and then fucking screwed Tampa again um you know it tore the Caribbean apart then went south and like we essentially Palm Beach County Martin County we missed it like we didn't get touched really um and when we met this lady said well um you know my friends and I prayed and uh it turned and so that's yeah, that's that's what happened. We prayed it away and my comment was maybe you should watch the radar and start praying when they come off the coast of Africa because I bet the people in the Caribbean we should prayed a little harder, a little sooner. Um, and, you know, on behalf of the west coast of Florida, thanks, right? Like <laughs> but, you know, it's it's this you get the point I'm trying to make. There's always this like good and evil and and I, I just think that there's events and there's just how we handle it. We either handle it skillfully or unskillfully. But let's look at the widget, right? So there's an object in the middle of the room. Your mind has absolutely no context for this object. And I tell you that this thing is called a widget. And I use language, right, words, A sound, a series of symbols, to then give this object context. Uh, and, And the context comes with what the sound of the language means, right? Language tells the body how to feel. Language is a cognitive faculty of the mind. And the mind reminds the body how to feel. The subconscious mind reminds the body how to feel. The conscious mind elaborates on the feeling and then gives even more context to whatever's happening. And context is subjective. The way I relate to things in certain contexts is going to be different than you. So I tell you this thing is called a widget Um, And I don't know, you believe me for whatever reason, friends, family, loved one, whatever. Uh, Or I just wrote an article on a website that you seem to think is correct all the time. So you just said, okay, right. What's the difference for whatever reason? I mean, start to look at that one alone. Like why do you believe certain things? Well, you believe certain things because for whatever reason, it falls into your framework of what reality is, what's safety and what's not safety What success looks like. It's it's all that, right? So anyway, I tell you this thing is called a widget and I proceed to tell you that it's bad, it's dangerous, whatever, right? And I start to add more things to this word widget, like feelings and all my opinions and my quote-unquote experiences, which again, are subjective, right? Your experience, my experience can be different, even if it's both bad. Bad for different reasons. So, Um, Later on, you encounter this widget, you're alone. I'm not there to tell you what it is, but you see this object again and your mind goes widget. You start to experience feelings and thoughts and all this stuff about this object. And in that moment, you are experiencing my description of the widget. It's not your experience of it, it's my description. And now, you're gonna use my description to experience that widget. And so you're going to experience it that way, and then you're going to take your quote unquote experience and tell somebody else. And then if you encounter somebody that's like, no, I happen to like widgets, I think they're perfectly safe. You're going to look at them like they're fucking crazy. Or maybe you'll call them a witch and you'll set them on fire. I don't know. Or you'll call them a pervert or a fucking sicko or who knows. Or a fascist. Or a narcissist, <laughs> you know, like how oh, this, you know, you'll just, they'll, their experience is dog shit and yours is the only one that matters. And you know, now, Hey, and then you could go start a religion or you could start a political party. How about that? You know? So now you've got your widget thing. Now here's the thing. Life is a widget. Each experience within life is a widget. You are a widget. Your identity is built the same way. You were born, you know, this little meat pod comes out of a womb, and then somebody goes, oh, we're going to call it Keith. This thing's called Keith. Okay. So I'm born, or whatever this thing is, gets born, and someone goes, we're going to call it Keith. Okay, we'll call it Keith. And then they'll they'll type up a certificate of authenticity, birth certificate, right? A certificate of authenticity, this thing is hereby called Keith. Here is its government tracking number. And uh, yeah, now we'll start teaching it to understand widgets the way we understand the widgets. Uh, And like Carlos Castaneda said in uh, Road to uh, when when Juan is talking to Carlos, Juan, his shaman goes... You are beaten over the head with this description of reality from a very early age, and you're beaten over the head with it until you repeat it back to them, right? So I'm beaten over the head with this description until I repeat it back to you successfully. Yes, taxes are very important. Yes, I should have a driver's license. Yes, this is what success is. Yes, these are what my values are. Yes, yes, my name is Keith. My name is Keith. I am, I'm a, mamm- a mammalian bipedal hominid. I am a cisgendered, straight, white male living in North America. Yes, I will comply. Yes, yes, yes. I am a piece of shit because of my genetic uh, predisposition. Uh, yes, I, my value is this now in the culture because of my genetics. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Right? Yes, my, genetic, uh, my genetics unfolded this way, so I'm automatically a piece of shit. Yes. See, now we got it. Now we got widgets. Look. Look at that, and, and, and CNN, and Fox, and Bust, and all these fucking, you know, whoever you're following on Substack gets to tell you about more widgets. Isn't that great? And now you have a reality, and you get to just live in your little fucking template. We all do, it's awesome. Um, so yeah, when Juan Matus tells Carlos, you live in a description of reality. You're not gonna get rid of it, you're not getting away from it. But just know that it's being described to you. And I'm forty-six, right? And there are young people that say crazy shit to me. And then when I ask them, if I push them on it, and I go, So, you know, why do you say that? Well, I mean that's what da 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 well, I listen to or this podcast is bad and this show is bad. Why is that? Have you ever watched it? You ever listened to it? No. They have it. They literally have it. And it's widgets happening right in front of them. But everyone is just so... Is more than fucking happy to... You know what? The ocean is a fucking washing machine, but Palm Beach always has, like, a clean line. Fucking crazy. And they've made the beach essentially private because you can't fucking park anywhere. But anyway. So, now that's widgets, right? Um... You know, and you pick your side. Like, I'm a liberal, I'm a conservative, I wear a red fucking hat, and I I fly fucking, I stay on bridges with flags. Um, I'm a liberal, I believe everything that fucking Rachel Maddow tells me. Sorry, Jeannie. Um, (laughs) um, Yeah, you find, you know, you turn on your flat glass god that sits at the front of your living room because you've rearranged your living room to face the flat glass god there's no puja table in your house there's no altar in your home and if it is it's in a fucking weird hidden place like mine is you know and now you got your flat glass god and we're just gonna this, our lives are gonna take place in this room and we're gonna turn this on every night and wait for one of these fucking assholes in a tie to tell me how to feel or someone in a pantsuit because we all agreed that if you're wearing a jacket with lapels on it suddenly you're an authority Oh, well, look at him. I mean, he's wearing a red tie. Fuck, he must know. Remember when Obama wore a tan suit and everybody shit their pants over it? It's not very presidential. Fuck, you know what? Good. (laughs) Thank fucking Christ it's not presidential. We live in a description of reality. Now, uh, Don Miguel Ruiz, the author of The Four Agreements, talks about the dream. The dream of the planet the dream of society, the dream of your parents. This description, we could also call a dream. And we just try to push our dreams onto each other. This is my dream, No, this is your dream, and this is my dream. And the suffering comes when we try to take our subjective experience and make it objectively real for ourselves and objectively real for others this is reality, this is the way, this is my experience and the worst thing about our culture, well I mean one of the bad things about it, is we believe that our subjective experience is objectively real and it's the only way to see it, the worst thing somebody can say to you is like, well in my experience oh shit you know you know you take your abuse and you beat somebody over the head with it to uh, then sign off on your shitty baby. Well, I was abused. Motherfucker, me too. No pun intended there, but, you know. I was just cut off in traffic by something called life safety management. I'm not even joking. <laughs> he went barreling through this fucking intersection. Life safety management, I love it. Um, Anyway, but that's, you know. Like this guy, whatever he's doing is vitally important, important enough to go barreling through an intersection on a wet road when I had the right-of-way. And that's his reality. And he's like, Look, dude, I gotta get I gotta handle these fire sprinklers. I gotta gotta handle this shit, man. This is very important. We're you know, cause this whole place can go up in smoke and we're gonna need fire fire sprinklers. And I'm over here just recording a stupid podcast talking about widgets. So, you know. Fuck me. Anyhow. So this idea of the dream, something that, uh, that Miguel Ruiz says in his, in the opening of the four he goes, you were born essentially it like, it's like, something like you were born and it was already here, right? Like the railings, the track was already here. You didn't have to think of any of it. You never had to think for yourself. You just accepted it. And those of you that think that you're free thinking now. But you're afraid of the ideas that make sense that are outside of the template that you've already adhered to. So you poo-poo those or don't talk about them. Presidents and politicians are the best example. You know, like Donald Trump, who has literally... Look, I didn't vote for the man. I you could give a shit. Um, but this guy made everyone act fucking crazy. Liberals and conservatives, he has single-handedly made everyone go nuts. And when you think of the idea of the trickster deity or the trickster spirit, he embodies it perfectly. Like, that's him. He's the trickster. Which is fantastic. The best thing about Donald Trump was he made everyone go nuts. And, and shined a light on how ludicrous the system is. Right And how fucking silly all of this is. Because now you swapped him out for fucking Joe Biden. Who's... De- I think he's dead. I think he's currently dead. Um, we're looking... He's fucking... Jesus Christ. I don't really think he's dead. I think he's a senile old man. With the fucking... Yeah. He got like a fucking a prosecutor waiting in the wings. <laughs> so... Essentially, you're going to swap out your fucking pedophilic grandfather for a cop. Um, anyway, some of you have shut this off by now because I'm, I'm just on one, I feel like. Uh, usually, when I get on one, I delete the podcast and re record it. Uh, I attempt to be more sensible, but um, I'm leaning into my personality more this year, you know? Uh, this is my year. 46 is my year of fucking around and finding out. Um, but. Uh, uh, this idea that it's already here, the widget, the labels, the ideas are already here. Even those of you that believe that you're on the fringe, it's like, no, you're not. I remember growing up in the punk scene and, and feeling like I was on the fringe, but I was just wearing the same black t-shirts as my friends, the same blue Dickies as my friends, the same key clip as my friends and the same blue Sacconeys as my friends or, or, uh, Chuck Taylor's, um, or all-stars rather. <laughs> um it's it's interesting especially within that scene it's like there's certain bands that like you just like it because you're supposed to you know like there's some awful shit out there and it's like yeah this is so good it's like is it are you just listening to it because you think you're supposed to like it and it's like a clout thing it's like look I like this thing too same thing happens and um you know like okay here's a good one um There's people that like you know in the '90s who spent a lot of time you know uh, rooting for him to get out of prison. Essentially, you know, it's because they you know they're in prison because they were uh, supposedly you know wrongly accused of killing police officers. Who the fuck knows? But it's like we don't really know. We're all just making a lot of assumptions right now. You know, like I'll be honest with you. I you know it's like you think of like all those back in the day this free Leonard Peltier you know I've got I got like one friend that really knew everything about Leonard Peltier and the rest of us just kind of assumed he was innocent but we don't really really fucking know I have no fucking idea I haven't done a single ounce of research on the man no clue about the case doesn't even fucking matter in my opinion it will never affect my life um I don't know I'm just concerned with other shit I guess anyway um but, uh, oh my God, here's a good one. So I'm behind a giant pickup truck. And somebody, um, my person, has recently pointed out the outrage I get with stickers. The back of this man's windshield says, dripping, dripping in favor, dripping in favor, and there's a giant cross. Because he is favored by the Lord. How about that? It always makes me think of Miss Katie, who's probably listened to this episode. She's the woman that I interviewed. We talked, and she mentioned uh, her husband had died. And she mentioned while he was dying, passing a sign by a church that said, The Lord answers the prayers of the righteous. guess if you're not dripping in favor getting your prayers answered you're somehow you know fucked by god interesting um so anyway the idea of the dream or the widget is that it's already here it's all here so you're not going to escape it but you're definitely going you're going to experience it you're not going to escape it but it doesn't mean that we have to take everything at face value you're going to experience descriptions no matter what, no matter how far the fringe or in the middle or the left or the right or whatever, you're still living in description. Know that you are living in description, which then causes me personally, I start to flip things around to different sides. Like, all right, well, does this make sense? Does that make sense? Why do I believe this? Do I believe this or am I just nodding my head in agreement? Because I don't know, you know what I mean? It's those kinds of things. Like, think that way. Start to use your mind to kind of take these things apart a little bit and figure out, you know, how you feel about shit. But what I was going to say about Donald Trump was that there were things that this guy did that are signed off on. And I was like, oh, that seems okay. I can't fucking name any of it. Yet, I have no idea. But there were times I'd see some shit and I'd be like, ah, it makes sense. Fuck it. You know? Or he'd make a comment like, he's not wrong. But so many of you were like, ah, you plug your fucking ears and scream at the top of your lungs because it doesn't fall in under your belief system, or it makes too much sense and is antithetical to what you believe, but it still makes sense and that freaks your mind out. It freaks your ego out. We do that with religion, we do it with everything, right? Like there's things in the satanic Bible that makes so much fucking sense, but if you were to show it to a Christian, they'd freak out. One of my favorite lines out of the Satanic Bible, Anton LaVey says, it might be in the nine Satanic statements or something where he goes, something about the church should be grateful for Satan because it's kept it in business all these years. (laughs) You think like there's always a common enemy the way we did like after 9-11. It's like if we just all have a common enemy, you know, we can corral everybody. It's the same thing. Um... Something else that, um, you know, uh, oh, here come some sirens. Um, one other thing that uh, Juan Matus says to Carlos, he goes, he goes, you have to stop the world. I'm on Palm Beach Island. So these, God only knows what these sirens are about. Wow, oh, they're like, <laughs> so great. There's no one in the intersection. And uh, it's just crazy town. Yes, I mean hyper judgmental of everything because, I don't know, what else are you going to do on a rainy day? Yep. Sorry about that. It was loud. Um, I'm sure a tree fell over somewhere. Uh, I am on one. These are those episodes that I delete, but I'm just not going to. I'm definitely going to post this. I'm going to suck it up. I'm going to post this. You know, um, recently people in my life have been uh, supportive of, of me and my person is very supportive of my personality, which, like I would said in those old episodes, trying to, um, you know, be somebody else that I'm not. And my friend Nikki, who owns the um, Metaphysical Healing Institute of Palm Beach, her and her husband are just the best. Like, she's a deeply spiritual human being. Um, and we're the same because it's like we both have these deep spiritual convictions, but at the same time, it's like, fuck you. <laughs> she has a great Instagram feed that you should follow called I Hate It, Burn It. <laughs> it's fucking great. Um, anyway. So, uh, Juan tells Carlos, you have to stop the world. You know, you have to stop the world. And Carlos, you know, his attachment to psychedelics has him thinking different things about that. But what Juan is trying to get Carlos to do is to start to stop or check or, or question the influence of the world. Who is telling you what and why are they telling you? And it's not about, like, follow the money. I mean, granted, it's all, like, centered around capitalism, But at the same time, it's like, you know, <clears throat> I'm born, right? Uh, I take birth, and I am assigned a name, a government tracking number. I'm given a certificate of authenticity as a product. And then I am then treated by my parents like a thing that belongs to them. I see all my friends with kids do this all the time. Their their children like belong to them like property. It's like, no, that's a soul. With a separate curriculum. Yeah, I gotta turn around. They're doing it now. They're uh, starting to. It's funny, on Palm Beach Island, this is where like the uber rich live. Um, When hurricanes and things come, they start to get real crazy like, I don't know. it's interesting to watch them. What they'll do is they start they start cutting off sections of the road. Um, I don't know. Just to weed all of us uh, dirty people off of it, I guess. Um, so what I think is funny is there's these giant mega mansions, like the biggest shit you've ever seen being built and the construction crews are still out there right now working on them. <laughs> They're like, no, no, you guys keep going. And the rest of you motherfuckers that are here watching the waves, you get the fuck out of here. Um, so, uh, this idea of stopping the world, stopping the influence of the world, you know? Um, I don't know if you can stop it. I know you can question the fuck out of it. Um, something else he says, he talked about losing your personal history. Um you look at trauma, past experience, um, as that's part of your personal history. These cops are doing like sixty mile an hour and like a twenty-five mile an hour in section. Like they are just going to the most important shit ever. Um, it's really funny. I think a lot of it is just like down to tree limbs or something. I don't know. Again, here here's another construction crew working tirelessly on this house. Um But uh, By the way, I give a lot of opinions, but I honestly am not attaching. If you just showed me differently, I'd be like, okay, I just don't care. Um, if you just showed me that it was different than the way I thought it was, I would just be like, okay, we'll think about it this way now. Like, I don't really care. I'll just change my mind. But um, when Juan tells Carlos about, talks about losing his personal history, think about your trauma, think about all these different things. You know, um, that influence the way you feel, the way you behave, yada, yada, yada. Um, you know, those, those things are interesting. They are, you know, like Ram Dass would say, grist for the mill, or they go into the stew. It affects the flavor of your life. Um, so he talked about, th- he talks a lot about those things, but back to the widget, you know, um, If it's all these little widgets, right? You think about um, how much influence the description of all of these widgets has on your subconscious mind, which is the lens that you view the world through, the lens that you watch things happen, right? Um, It's pretty wild. It's pretty cool. Um... I'm noticing, uh, it's funny, I, and I, I don't know. It's just stuff I notice, and I'm not, like, in favor of it or not in favor of it. But just observations, like, right now, I'm on Palm Beach Island, where FPL and at t and all these companies are out checking the lines and make sure everything's going to hold up. I assure you that in my area, there will not be a single fucking truck doing that. Um, they could give a fuck about, <laughs> about my area. Um, and it's fine. I get it. Um, like, the people that work for these people live in my neighborhood, right? Palm Beach County's like that. It's essentially like you're, the haves and have-nots. I wouldn't consider myself a have-not. I mean, I have a job. I have a life. I have a lot of shit in that regard. I mean, materially, I don't really have a lot of things. Um, but... It's wild when you see, like, the reaction to, to the potential for um, loss of material stuff. It's wild. Um, anyway, uh, that's it. I think I'm done. If you want to support the ongoing effort of The Infinite Spark of Being, which is the third book on its way, this podcast whatever, there's t-shirts, you can buy the other two books, Um, uh, there's Venmo, (laughs) if you want to tip me, Uh, Patreon, Um, again, if you have ideas for Patreon tiers, like a monthly thing, something like that, some of you have come to me with really interesting ideas, but yeah, just reach out. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Happy hurricane. Um, Talk to you later. I love you. Call me. Bye.